Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Another beautiful day out today. Man, I tell you what, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a really good mood today. I wake up, it's crisp outside. Kind of crisp, oh, it's nice out. Yeah, again. I'm just telling you. You want to know what puts me in a good mood? I When I can walk outside, it's light. There's no rain. There's no sign of, like, coldness or wind. That puts me... In a great mood, so try to bring me down you today. You should not let the weather dictate your mood. Well, today, if it's positive, then that's fine. I'm not going to bring down your mood, Wildflower. I uh, <laughs> there was a kid. <laughs> I know. I you know. I was out in the town yesterday talking to clients, and several were listening yesterday and said, "Oh, look who's coming in! It's old Wildflower." <laughs> I'm not even joking. That, that's not even a joke. I went into three different businesses that are clients of mine in the sales world, and they listened to our show, and they said, well, if, if it isn't old wildflower, look what you've done. I knew it had potential. Look what you have done. I knew right when it passed through my cranium. That I just add- pause. I sit there. I shake my head and say, it's not going to last. It can't last. I said it would only be a one-day thing, but it... You just brought it up again to start the show. I know. So... I knew when it passed through the cranium that it could stick. It was... Why? (laughs) Why, though? Because you were so so angered by that song, Wildflowers, being in the top five of Tom Petty's all-time greatest hits on Sirius. Well, you were as angry as I was. <laughs> I was, but not... I was pissed the fact that it was three and two were yeah. Wildflowers and Crawling Back to You. Wildflower. Why, why could you call me Crawling instead of Wildflower? <laughs> I don't know. Or Crawling. Well, I think you know. I think you know. I like it when you say it, too. What wildflower. do I call you? What do I call you? Uh, stud Muffin. <laughs> <laughs> that's my new nickname, Stud Muffin. No, that's yeah, not. Yeah, that's right. That's going to no. click more than Wildflower is. Wildflower. Uh, okay, what else is out going on out there? Well, well guess what? Yeah, Gus is back. So oh, yeah, Gus is Gus, back. Gus, our, our EP, is back. We told you yesterday on the air that he, he texted me at 5.30 yesterday morning, so way before the show, and said, hey, I'm not going to be there tomorrow or today because uh, – I have a nail in my foot. I can't get my shoe on right now. I tried, but I can't. So let's get Gus in the mic right now because this, this to me is, is the most important matter of the day. We'll get to I got plenty of sports stuff to get to, but but Gus is back. Um, Gus, let me ask you first, um, pain level today, one being low, ten being high. Where where are we at, Gus? Oh, I'm at like a three. So, so I'm pain. a lot better. Yesterday morning when I texted you, I was at like a six and a half, seven. Can, the, can, the nail wasn't in my foot yesterday morning. I 
um, what was yesterday? Yesterday yeah, was please walk us through the play by play. Okay, here. okay. First, we'll go back to how it happened. So after this, I go and work a job as a um, I paint houses. Okay. So I was at a house um, painting, of course, and uh, I'm coming down from like their front porch, and they have some stairs, and there must have been a, about a two to three three inch long roofing nail sticking straight up off the ground in the driveway it was like a cartoon i just come down the stairs and i take a step and i feel this pinch in my foot i'm like when you like step on a rock and i'm like well i have shoes on i shouldn't be feeling this there might be something in my foot and i look it's just this nail sticking out of my shoe and i'm like okay yep i have to i have to go somewhere was there blood um not coming out of the shoe because i mean i had like a full layer of like foam and stuff but it hurt pretty bad. So then my boss calls. Um, we have this thing called triage, like a triage line. They call and they tell us what to do. Oh, wow. Interesting. Or like the nearest um, hospital, whatever, that's covered by our insurance. So they, so he calls and then they say, well, our system's down. We can't do anything. And then they give us the number of like the head HR person. So we call them and they give us an urgent care to go to. I go there. Um, I wait for 35 minutes with the nail in my foot. I get in and they tell me, oh, sorry, we can't do anything about this. Um, we could just pull it, but we're worried that like if it hits a bone or anything, then like something bad could happen. So then I have to go to Brian West. Um, I get there, wait another 20 minutes. They take x-rays. I still have my shoe on. I can't take it off because it's gone through my shoe. Oh, man. This is an ordeal. Uh-huh. And I finally get to the, the room where they're going to treat me, and he's basically just like, yeah, um, this is going to suck for you. I can't numb it or anything, so we're just going to have to pull it. Um, pretty much they pull it and get it bandaged up. Um, it was pretty much pretty difficult to walk yesterday. but um, All right, you're here. Walking like here an today. old man at 19. So so this, to me, this sounds like a situation where, the, where how it happened is like the Home Alone situation. Yeah, where yeah exactly. That's why Harry, I said it was like a Mar- cartoon. Whoever it is, Harry... Is, is going down the steps because there's a trap set up by Macaulay Culkin, mm-hmm. and he steps right in the nail, has the loud scream, falls down the steps, and that's what happened to you, basically. Yeah, I really hope the homeowner wasn't setting traps, though. That'd be a little, a little discouraging. All right. Well, we're glad you're here, Gus. Um, they wouldn't. Do why, why would they be setting a trap on the guy painting their house? That'd be Maybe terrible. they didn't like the job I was doing. Who knows? No, don't be that way. There was. It was just a no, random. I don't think this is a conspiracy, yeah. Gus. It was a random, random accident. Yeah. Thank you, Gus. Thanks, mm-hmm. Gus. God uh, bless you. Good stuff there, from Gus. All right. Glad to hear he's, he's feeling day. better. Let's talk some sports. I was realizing our we didn't have our uh, stream going until. Midway through, but Gus's spiel there, so I feel bad. We, well, people can't rewatch it on video. Now it's up. The video is going now. Okay, but we're good to go. Okay, four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. Yes, you know that this show loves talking about nil. Any chance we can get, right? We do it. We we talk about it. We fight about it. We fine. we argue with the listeners, with ourselves, um, and go figure that right now on June third. Another NIL stories out there, Sip. Per Cleveland.com yesterday, mm-hmm. Ohio State head coach Ryan Ryan Day, excuse mm-hmm. me. Was, You're fine. Ryan Day and Ohio State AD Gene Smith apparently went out and told business leaders in Columbus, Ohio, Sip, that they need $13 million 
in NIL money to just keep their roster intact. He said, Ryan Day says this is not too far off when looking at other top teams in the nation in terms of what he believes NIL money is necessary to keep their rosters intact too. Uh, I'm curious, Sip, when you have researched or thought about NIL, is there a figure that you have gone to? Is $13 million way too high? Is it what you figured it would be, or do you think he's out of bounds with this number? Him and no. Gene Smith? No, 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 I don't think he's out of bounds. He, he's probably very in tune with it. This is a big story. It's Don't apologize for talking about this. I mean, this is... I'm not apologizing. This is, this is Ryan Day, the head coach of the prohibitive favorite of a mega conference, the Big Ten, putting out a number of what it... Oh, putting out a, a number of what it takes to keep his roster together. As Doug... Come on, how do you pronounce this guy's name? Les Lesmarie. Lesmarie. Lesmarie of Cleveland.com points out to address your question. This is what Doug writes. To some schools engaged in NIL payments at the highest level right now, that number, 13 million, might sound small and quaint. To many, to many other schools in the Big Ten, he writes, it may sound gigantic and impossible. Nebraska falls – now, this is me talking, not Lay Marie. Um, Nebraska falls somewhere in the middle of all this. I mean, Nebraska put out a number. You know, Nebraska's collective, main collective, I think it's, I think it's probably basically Nebraska's only collective, Athlete Branding and Marketing, which was founded last summer by Jared Lambrick, the former chief of staff for Scott Frost – Athlete branding and marketing said in a, you know, it was in, it was right around the spring game. So it was about April 8th, 7th or 8th in a news release that it had secured gross payments of more than 850,000 for more than 90 Nebraska athletes across five sports. It also said it had worked with dozens of companies and donors around the state to raise more than 3.5 million. Okay. So, all right. So, yeah, I mean, that's where. And, and, you know, it's since grown. I mean, I imagine Nebraska would, mm, I mean, $5 million plus probably. So there's some context there. Ohio State's a bigger operation, has a bigger operation. Yes. Um, they have collectives. This is not, I would not, if I were a Nebraska fan listening to this right now, I would not say, oh, wow, Ohio State is miles ahead of us. I just say that their approach is I mean they are they are playing the game. Ohio State's playing this game. Some aren't. Ohio State is. And as you'd expect, probably Ohio State's got access to some more money than Nebraska. Now this right? is, yes. This this I mean, am, I, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I don't think so. I mean, they you're a money man. <laughs> Wildflower? Just Jake. Okay, go ahead. Um, this is an assumption from Doug Lamarie. So he, he's saying if you want to figure out how that money is used, thirteen million. He says, and while it might be tempting to look at thirteen million dollars for an eighty-five man scholarship team as a one hundred fifty grand per player, I think the better calculation is something closer to five hundred grand each for the twenty-six guys you can't live without. There you go. That's what that, they're, and that may be true and it may not be. Um, he says there are some interesting things in this 
article one if let's just zoom out for a second zoom out zoom out um this is what ryan day said he said day day compared to situ ryan day compared to situation to the speed limit compared to situation which is nil okay and how <laughs> speed limit yeah now listen how, how schools are handling it he compared it to the speed limit if this and and he's talking about how schools are pushing the limit or not pushing the limit or somewhere in between he said if the speed limit's 45 miles per hour and you drive 40 miles per Per hour, a lot of people are going to pass you by. Hmm, okay. If All you right. go, if you go too fast, you're going to get pulled over. Now, Ohio State typically, according to Lay Marie, operates kind of in the middle ground. Like they, they, they're going to push it, but not. They're not going to go over, over the speed limit all that often. Um, that's that's kind of the way. As he says, the Buckeyes always say they seek to straddle the line of keeping up without going too far. I would say that's what Nebraska is doing. Well, and right now, Ryan Day says also he believes right now top shelf quarterbacks require two million dollars in NIL money, and major offensive tackles and edge rushers are about one million. Right. So if you're looking at specific players, what their value is. If you're talking, talking about elite players at their spot, two million for quarterbacks per uh, per Ryan Day in NIL, and one million each for rush ends and offensive tackles <laughs> that are yeah elite, like first round, second round picks. Mm-hmm. It's, okay. Now this, this again, this conversation gets a little nuanced and weird. I, I imagine he's talking about players coming out of the portal that are somewhat proven. Um, not, not quarterbacks. Okay. Not quarterbacks. Well, hang, Quinn, hang Ewers, Kenny, Kenny, Quinn Ewers is worth a million. Um, I mean, he's garnered a million for sure. He had a million more. before he played a snap. Right. So it's not as a, yeah. a freshman. Right. It's n- now, just so to review for our listeners, NIL, when it came about, wasn't supposed to be used as a recruiting inducement. But as Gene Smith and Day point out, there's the NCAA is not enforcing it. That it is a recruiting inducement. It's not supposed to be, but it is. Now, as far I mean, think what they said there. Right? What they say, edge rushers and, and offensive tackles. One command. million dollars for them. So of course your mind automatically shifts to Oh, Sean Mathis. Yeah, right? what did he get? Well, I I know we talked about this and O'Shawn has done the proper thing and sort of de-emphasized that. But, you know, I mean, there's no way he's here for less than a, for less than a half million dollars. It's, it's, a, it's almost inconceivable. <laughs> it's almost inconceivable based on what you read, based on what mm-hmm. I've heard. But, but again, I'm not – that doesn't have to – I don't know. He's not emphasizing it. He says that – remember O'Shawn Mathis said, that's not the main reason I'm here. You are smiling. I, I am smiling. Because that's a big chunk of money. Well, I, I, what player out there is going to admit that the biggest reason they went somewhere was because of NIL? Or say, hey, the money was the best at this school. They don't want to say that. No. And and maybe in O'Shawn Mathis' case, it truly isn't that. But I, I just feel like they they might feel weird saying the reason why I'm here is because they had the most NIL money. This is an informative article to me because – I mean, for one thing, there are certain schools that are 
that just won't. Do you understand that the very top shelf quarterbacks now, there's going to be some schools that they just that they aren't available to. <laughs> I mean, some some schools just don't won't be in the hunt for the top shelf quarterbacks because they're not going to pay two million for a quarterback or one million for a quarterback. There's schools in the Big Ten that aren't playing along. You know, they're not playing along with NIL. Wisconsin's probably not – I don't know if they're even equipped right now if, they're, if they have the apparatus to pay $1 million to a top-shelf quarterback. So, so you make a decision as an athletic department, as an AD, as a head coach. Are we, are we jumping into this or not? Now, this quarterback wants a million. It's not just find a booster and write a check. That's not what this is. It's not supposed to be anyway. It's, it's, you're, you're paying them for their name, image, and likeness, wink, wink. I mean, it, it's all very, as, as Le Marie points out, it's unregulated. He doesn't even say semi-unregulated. He just says it's unregulated. So it's, it's, that's Wh- what we're Which is why, about. like, what do you, what, when it wasn't supposed to be used in recruiting and it's unregulated, well, guess what? It's, it's going to be used right. in recruiting. There's just no way to stop that. So, it's just the way it's going to be. So back to why we're talking about this, and we should be talking about this, is Ryan Day put out a number yesterday in a, in a, in a speech to, we'll say, I don't know, Buckeye Boosters business. It's about 100 of them, 100 boosters. Yeah, they're trying to, to – I, I think – Check it out. I think they're trying. To, he was trying to raise money, but he set out a number. He said it's going to cost Ohio State's football program thirteen million dollars in NIL money to keep the roster intact. He was speaking to there. A, it is. There's the number. Yeah, hundred members number. of the Columbus business community on Thursday, basically trying to get money. Essentially. Right. Um, so people understand. Frost has had those sorts of meetings. Scott Frost, the Nebraska head coach, with he's gone out to. And, and and is raising money. That's what's going on. You got to keep your roster intact. There's money involved in that. And you'd say Nebraska so far in the NIL world has prospered. And, and I'm just curious again if if Ryan Day says Ohio State's paying 13 mil, what is Nebraska? What's what's their number to right keep now? the roster together? I don't know. I mean, Nebraska does not have the same type of players right now as Ohio State. Ohio State had. You know, two first-round receivers last year. They have a bunch of draft picks every year, a bunch of guys that go in the first three rounds and then some that go later. But they're getting multiple guys drafted in the first round every single year. Day told, Ryan Day told the assembled, this is according to Doug LaMarie's article on Cleveland.com. Ryan Day told the assembled gathering, excuse me, Ryan Day told potential NI donors that every player on his roster could go in the transfer portal when the season ends Mm. and then field calls from other schools who might be offering NIL deals. Players may feel they have to take that money to help their families. All this is all stuff we've talked about. Now, this is what Ryan Day says, quote, one phone call and they're out the door, Day said of his players. We cannot let that happen at Ohio State. I'm not trying to sound that, that the alarm. I'm just trying to be transparent about what we're dealing with. Thank you. I appreciate this stuff. This is this college football fans need to understand. This is Ryan Day speaking publicly about that. That's a very, very interesting comment. That 
I mean, we're, it's starting to become less interesting, but this is, this is informative. People need to hear it. One phone call, Ryan Day said, and a player can be out the door. We cannot let that happen. If you, what happens now is if – what if Garrett Nelson, who has two years of eligibility remaining, or three – I mean, he doesn't even know, but, mm. but we'll say two. Yeah. Um, what, if, what if Garrett Nelson rises up this year and has 11 sacks? Well, Garrett Nelson could say, I'm, you know what, I'm going to test this. Well – and, and I'm going to go see what I can get. And I'm going back to Nebraska. Edge rusher. I might be worth a million to somebody. Well, we saw Now, Ad- that's a bad example. Athlon Sports Garrett- puts him as a first-team, right. potentially all-Big Ten player this year. It's not a great example because Garrett's from Nebraska, from Scott's Bluff, and he's not going anywhere. I mean, that's not the great example. I could come up maybe with a better one. Um, we'll say Yaquez Yant. Let's say Jacquez Yant reeled off 1,300 yards this year. Man, man, Jake, we finally got our big running back. This feels like this feels like the old days. Jacquez Yant's got three more years here. He just ran for 1,300. Oh, boy, there's a story in the paper. Florida State. Florida State. He's from Florida. Yep. He's from – He's hell, I think he's from he's Tallahassee. From Tal- he is from Tallahassee. Yeah, here yeah. comes Florida State with a mill. Come on here home. Here comes Florida State Get with a mill. Come home, here comes Florida State with a million. Oh, we don't got our big back anymore. He's gone. He's gone just yeah, like that. Well, he's gone just like that. He, he, now he's got now. Now take it a step further, Jake. He can go back to Nebraska and say, "Will you pay me a million? I, I want just, a million five. I just produced this this past year. This yeah. team's offering me this. I need money to stay here. Why wouldn't Quite that? Why wouldn't that big running back be worth a ton of money if he runs for thirteen hundred yards? Uh, he would be. Yeah. And he'd be worth a ton of money to a, a big-time school who's playing the NIL game, like like Florida State's playing the NL, NIL game. That's his home. That's his home. Mm-hmm. That, that, that could happen in a flash. And that's where I say it's not – so people say, Sip, come on, that can happen in the pros. No, it doesn't happen that way in the pros. The L.A. Lakers can't decide right now we're going to get Ja Morant. That doesn't it doesn't work. Well, there, that there's way. typically more than one year contracts right. in the NBA. Contracts a contract. Right, it just can't happen. You can trade for somebody in the NBA. Yeah, the but NBA apparatus, the NFL apparatus, the NHL apparatus isn't set up so you can just on a whim call the best player for the Boston Bruins and say, "Come join us." That's not the way it works. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like. Uh, you know, yeah, for, for for this, most guys are on one year deals. It feels like, right? I don't even know what these nil deals are in terms of what the the contracts they sign are. If they have a contract with the business, it's unregulated, Jake. I know. Quit looking for answers. Quit looking for things. That uh, someone sense. says this in the text line four six four five six eight five. Good morning, guys. Um, does it feel refreshing or terrifying that you now have a number that Ryan Day has out there for what is necessary for NIL? Refreshing. Refreshing. It's not the same for everybody, though. Um, as as Leigh Marie points out, I mean, I thought, I, thought, I thought what Leigh Marie wrote was really good in that, in that regard. To some schools engaged in NIL payments at the highest level, that number, $13 million, might sound small and quaint. To many other schools in the Big Ten, it may sound gigantic and impossible. To Nebraska, it's somewhere in between there. Nebraska, I don't think to Nebraska it sounds gigantic and impossible. Who does it not sound gigantic to besides Nebraska, though? Oh, Mich- come on. Michigan? Who? How about UTEP? 
No, no. As I said, who, who is it not gigantic to? That's what I'm saying. Who who does not who does not view 13 mil as gigantic? Michigan, okay. Nebraska. Is that it in the Big Ten? Who else beyond that? I mean, I've got to say Penn, Penn State, State. Maybe, yeah. maybe. I'm going maybe in Penn State. Maybe. Ah, come on. I don't think that sounds gigantic to Penn State. Mm. No, it's going to sound gigantic into some teams in the in the. The East, in the West million. Division, they aren't playing along. It, it, that sounds gigantic to a lot of teams. If Wisconsin said we're going full bore in the NIL, I don't think that would sound enormous to Wisconsin. It's a big fan base. Oh, I don't know what they're at right now, but thirteen million is a lot of money. Yeah, let's see what Cole has. Get a call from Cole at four six four five six eight five. Cole, you're on early break. Go ahead. I have two things. I have one question that I've never really gotten answered by anybody. Okay. With this NIL thing. Okay. Can you declare as a walk-on and use your NIL money to pay for school? Absolutely. Yeah, you can. So schools can get around the 85 scholarship limit. Yeah, it's a, give them enough NIL money to pay for school. Yeah, it's a good question, and the answer is absolutely. Yeah, you could a, – a real prized walk-on could basically get his school paid for through NIL, and then, you know, he's still a walk-on technically. You, you see what I'm saying? So the 85 thing isn't yeah, it's not as really. yeah yeah it's not as hard and fast as it once was. Uh, I want to. Do you guys think we need to change our defensive scheme for teams like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, who just line up in heavy formations and just run it right down our throat? I mean, Wisconsin and Iowa, I thought our run defense was terrible last year, even with the uh, experience we had up front. I don't know. I, I'm just worried. That's all. Okay. Thanks, Cole. Appreciate the call. Yeah, run defense is still, to me, a, a sort of an unknown. They fortified their defensive line, obviously, with Devin Drew and Stephon Wynn and O'Shawn Mathis. And they got Nash Hutmacher, and they got, you know, they got Ty Robinson, and they got the – there's still a little bit of a – depth concern when you're talking about experience depth guys who are proven but yeah cole asked a good question a walk-on right now who has a big year could just basically get money put into his account through nil you know what's it what's the semester cost we'll take care of it okay and then you're kind of not a walk-on anymore that's absolutely something that it's probably it's happening I don't think it's that's necessarily widespread, but John says this on the text line. It seems it seems like NIL is Tinder for college players. They can look at the uni- different universities, swipe right or swipe left. Yeah, it is. Hmm. It's yeah. a good school. They're, they're winning. They got a lot of money. Let's, let's it's scary. Swipe right for them. It's a scary proposition, which is goes back to why Ryan Day and Gene Smith are like like Ryan Day said. I'm not. He said I'm not sounding an alarm here. But a player can go in the NIL at any time and see what he's worth and maybe jump ship. That's not Sipple talking. That is not Jake talking. That's Ryan Day talking about the realities. Now, it's scary for a place like Nebraska because of what I laid out. If, if, a, if a kid, you know, what if, what if Jamari Butler rises up this year? And you see, hey, Jake, it's, it's October and November, and Jamari Butler's coming off the edge and all of a sudden, that guy has six sacks. Okay, now, here we go. Jamari Butler is a very, very – now, that's a redshirt freshman. 
how valuable is that kid? Well, it is. Well, my, we know how valuable he is because Ryan Day just set the price. Yeah. It's a million dollars. Well, it's my belief that when Nebraska starts winning, yeah, people will more likely be glad to t- contribute to the NIL fund. You'll, Keep Jamari Bo. Your business is saying, yes, we, you're winning now. Let's do this. You know, they're, they're kind of waiting for it to happen before they go all in and commit money. Mm-hmm. I don't blame them in that instance. No. So they're, they're praying for six sacks from Jamari Butler or 11 sacks from Garrett Nelson. Take our money. Take it, please. Yeah. We love this. Yeah. Take it all. But earn it first. My God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to give you a blank check to, to maybe play and maybe not. Well, we're doing that, too, though. I mean, that's what you got to do with from, quarterbacks. From Greg, who does not believe that 13 mil is just nothing for Nebraska. He says, Greg and Myrtle Beach. Hi, Greg. Good morning. Uh, the Buckeyes NIL package proves how feeble, outmatched, and underfunded the Nebraska slash ABM operation really is. Well, look at the Buckeyes Dylan Raiola NIL package. He's, if, if Ryan Day says he's making $2 million for a quarterback, a good quarterback, goes for $2 mil, well, the assumption is going to be that Dylan Raiola got $2 mil to go to Ohio State. Now, the question I would ask you, Jake or Greg in South Carolina, is ne- would Nebraska first of all pay two million dollars for a quarterback like Dylan Rayola? If that's what the market price is at to get an elite quarterback, you got to do it. Okay, I think Wisconsin would would beg to differ. Well, fine, they're not going to get the elite quarterback then. They're not playing the game. Not as much. They'll keep doing what they've been doing and, and get somebody I'm to not develop s- them. Saying they're not playing the game, I'm saying they're <laughs> not playing it as a, at as high a level. Well, if you we'll if, ask Tom Dean if you want the great players, you cannot half-ass the game. You better go all in and say, you know what? The big boys are paying the big money, and they're winning games too. Like it might suck to to write that three million dollar check, but guess what? If that's what it takes to get the player, and you want to play with the big boys, you better play with the big boys. Said, <laughs> get inc- the checkbook out. Incredible, incredible conversation because. You understand there's players making nothing. I Yep. I, nothing. Sip, we had this discussion before it even went into play. Yeah. We, we talked about how this is uncomfortable in the locker room. And I'm sorry. You can say it's not. It has oh, to be. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Don't, Just, if, if you if anybody say comes over the top, th- stop. No, the, anybody that comes to you with the suggestion that it's not is, is either completely disingenuous, just completely disingenuous, or just ignorant. I mean, it's one of the two. If they, if anybody comes to you and says it's not causing problems in locker rooms, just dismiss their credibility on everything else. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it has to come on. It has yeah. to. It, it. We we said it before. It happened, and now I believe it is happening. Oh, it's happening. That locker room issues are are, are, are happening across yeah. the country, not just Nebraska. It's everywhere. Of course, they are. It's ridiculous. If, to if, think if they're not. If, well, if Ryan Day is out there saying that. A quarterback costs two mil, and an offensive tackle at rush 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 end is one mil. Not everyone's making that money. That's the elite players making it. John and- Cook has talked about the locker room thing on the record. Okay, this is not something we're dreaming up. He talked about it on our show. Scott Frost has talked about it publicly. I mean, of course, it is a problem. How could it not be a problem? Anyway, that's something that coaches have to manage, and it's just another thing they have to manage. You can manage it, maybe, um, but I mean, this is no this uh, this this. I am 
I'm glad Ryan Day went out and said this stuff. This is the stuff that needs to be said by prominent people in football. We don't, you don't want to bury your head on this. Eric is on line two. Yes, yeah, got a call from Eric on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline four six four five six eight five. Eric, you're on early break. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to throw my two cents into the bucket here before we get too crazy. Um, and I texted this stuff, but so on the one hand, we're looking at probably kids that are like high school freshmen that are looking out across their careers and they're saying, okay, how can I make myself look? like I'm a million-dollar prospect, and so then they get, you know, themselves set up with NIL in that first year, you know, and now they can shift after that first year they develop a little bit, mm-hmm. and now they can go out in the NIL and find some more money, and the year after, and the year after. But also, I think that the market will correct. I think that the people with the money, the ABMs and the NILs and all those groups will eventually see that, hey, some of these guys are flaming out. Mm-hmm. And when they flame out, they look like this when they flame out. And when that happens, we dial the money back. And so eventually, I think, just like the dot, you know, the, the dot-com bubble, you know, in the yeah. early 2000s, yeah, everybody was throwing money at that. But then all of a sudden, the bottom fell out because they figured it out. Uh-oh, there's no money in this. We're not getting the results we want. Yes. So I think you're going to see for a couple of years five maybe you know mm-hmm. a bunch of guys getting rich that don't deserve to get rich <laughs> and then you're gonna see some guys that maybe should have got rich that aren't because of those guys right yep. came form. good call oh, thanks eric Appreciate i think it. eric is on to something there that makes sense that makes sense market correction will occur or system correction or both will occur simultaneously perhaps I mean, there's got to be some <clears throat> degree of system correction. I mean, I'm I'm with Gary Barta, the Iowa AD, who says, in the one-year transfer waiver, stop it. That that would cure a lot. Well, we'll see if that happens. Right now, it's not in play. It's just a thought. It's just right? thought. A caller five right now at four six four five six eight five. Going to get a free haircut from Great Clips. Oh, Seven awesome. Lincoln locations. A free haircut. Caller five right now four six four. Five six eight five free free haircut to you. More next on early break in the ticket.